Welcome to the Highlander Rewatch Podcast, the podcast where each and every week we talk about another facet of the Highlander universe. I'm one of your rewatchers. I'm Keith. This is Kyle. This is Eamon. Hey, how you guys doing? Oh, doing great. All Living right. the dream. So we're going to go around the, uh, around the horn, as it were, in a second. Uh, but just to let everybody know out there, uh, well, this is Corona Chronicle number 12. Uh, only two left. This is it. One. Uh, 12 and 13 so i'm very excited about that i'm sure you guys are as well uh which will be good oh, because the coronavirus is over after that's this? right that's what we don't have to do this anymore the virus is gone so yeah, we can by the way the, the so virus we're having is a big party gone. to celebrate everyone's invited yeah. yeah uh the party involves everyone staying at their own staying in their own home and uh, wearing a mask every time they leave the house. Mm-hmm. That's the party. It's a weird definition of a party, but we're throwing it anyway. Yeah. It's Kyle. bottomless drinks if you just drink your own tears. So. <laughs> it's true. There's no end in sight. Yep. Just stay hydrated and you've got a never-ending supply. That's right. So, uh, so uh, we took a little bit of a break from season six uh, due to coronavirus uh, because we all can't get together. Um, so in the interim, uh, over the summer, we've been going back through uh, like lots and lots of listener slash reader mail, whatever we want to call it. Um, listener. I call it reader mail. It's fun. Um, <laughs> anyway, so we've been doing that uh, just because we didn't want to jump back into the series too soon. Um, we wanted to make sure this was the best show we could give you, um, but we are planning on jumping back into the series uh, after we're done this. Um, and we're gonna kind of be, I don't know, we're gonna do some experimenting. Things might be a little bit different, but uh, obviously this is not gonna be over for a little bit. Um, and due to you know our personal situations, we all do need to remain quarantined. Uh, so we're not able to get together. So we're gonna make it all happen over Zoom and whatnot, and uh, it'll be good. We'll still be able to watch Highlander together and it'll be great. It actually might be better, who knows? You never know might be better yeah the virus should just stick around it's better it's better this way i love it god damn it anyway (laughs) Uh, keith i often find i do my best work when i'm very far away from you so it's true it's true so i should like mute my video too no one needs to see this they already have to deal with my voice i mean i do this whole thing with you on mute (laughs) audio too oh good yeah i'm just guessing your timing's impeccable i don't know what you're thinking in your head but yeah. What you're saying is making a lot of sense. We've been doing this for a long time. I can kind of just envision how he, how you'll respond. Amen. It seems like you've been trying to say something for a minute, and I've been trampling you like a stampede of dinosaurs. Ooh, dinosaurs. Uh, I was just going to say your your definition of a party sounds like tyranny to me. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, no. Uh-oh. I can't breathe. It's uh, all control kyle the masks are about controlling us illuminati confirmed (laughs) there'll be a there'll be a microchip implanted in the in the mask or the vaccine or both yeah yeah this this all checks out to me yeah i'm a big fan of microchips in general though so i'll probably get one anyway (laughs) i love the chip love the chip Kyle, before we jump into this episode, we got to thank some people for making this whole uh, thing possible and keeping things going uh, while we're taking a break. We just want to give a huge thanks to some of our illustrious patrons. I'm talking about you, Doug P., big friend of the show, Brian S., Jocelyn G., another big friend of the show, Roy M., and lest we forget, J.A. You are the heroes we don't deserve. Thank you so very much for your Patreon contributions is the word I was looking for but couldn't find for a while. 
You're the best. Bless you. Bless this mess. That's right. God bless us, everyone. Mm-hmm. If it weren't for you all, I'd probably be on the streets. You'd be oh. people on the streets. People on the streets. That's right. Yeah. If not for you, Eamon would be a man on the street doing man on the street interviews exclusively. Mm-hmm. That'd be I, all he had going for him, and you've really saved him from that life. I, I thank you from the bottom of my heart. Wow. So what have you guys been up to uh, before we hop into Highlander-related stuff? Uh, just to catch people up on what life has been like and what we're doing. Who wants to go first? Uh, I have been inside a lot, and mm. it's driving me crazy. Um, not, to, not to rain on Kyle's parade, but I have also gone to the beach. I think Kyle's going to say he went to the beach. Uh, I got Harley. Not now. You trampled my line. Yeah, think of something else to say. Yeah. I got horribly sunburned on one side of my body. Hey, me too. Oh, nice. Which side? My right shoulder got cooked. Oh, so if we like, we could merge into one sunburnt man because the the left side of my body got horribly sunburned. We'll do the fusion dance later and turn into one lobster mess. Keith, do you know what this is? Jordan? I do. I actually do know what that is uh, from gym class in high school. There was a kid in my grade uh, who would do all the Dragon Ball Z moves very loudly in front of everyone in class. And uh, in that was one class? of them. What's that? In gym class? Yeah, in gym class. Like, what was the occasion? Just to do them. Just, why, why, <laughs> that, that's the occasion. He was gotta, yeah. He used to power up before playing kickball. Yeah, it would be very loud too. He would really perform it. So fascinating. Yep. That's great. Mm, it is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anything else going on? I like your shirt, Eamon. Let's talk about this. It's from, an old, it's from an old comic. I'm going to stand up. The Brain Bats of Venus. Wow. That's, you know what? Uh, I didn't know what that was. Uh, I assumed it was a Krang shirt. Uh, I only was able to see its gnarly, weird brain head. <laughs> do you retract your statement now? Do you not it's, like it? I do like it. It looks comfortable. I like the, the, the shirt fabric that you got. It looks pretty good. That looks like soft, uh, soft t-shirt material. Yeah, I've been going for, um, this is artist, Kerry Callen. Um, you might have seen some of his comics. He did, um, he does like the 40s style Superman comics, but they're like humorous. Hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of one he did with Superman and Lois Lane, and they're both like getting shot at, and their bullets are flying off. And Wonder Woman is using the the bracelets, and he's like, "Why do you why do you use the bracelets? You're bulletproof all over." And then she like kind of has like a fu expression on her face, and she takes the bracelet bracelets down and like one of the crooks like shoots her in the boob and the boob like jiggles so then all the crooks shoot, shoot her in the boobs and they all start giggling <laughs> and she's like that's why I do, that's why i use the bracelets because that's really annoying uh <laughs> wow it's a funny comic i didn't do it justice but uh so he's been doing these vintage comic character shirts that are cool the other thing I've been doing too much is spending money online. Ooh, what are you buying? Junk. <laughs> T-shirts. T-shirts? 
comics and DVDs. You're stimulating the economy. Yeah, I'm stimulating something. Very good. Uh, what are you stimulating? I don't get it. Depends on what those DVDs are. Yeah. I, I got oh, the, yeah. the whole darkness series of DVDs. All, all 62 of them? That's right. Great. Mm-hmm. Good job. Hell of a thing you did. That's been stimulating. Oh, right. and I've been scared about the post office being destroyed. So that's fun. Yeah. All good stuff. <laughs> yep. Not good. Kyle, what have you been up to? Well, I was going to say I went to the beach, but now I'm not. Uh, actually, the beach was very nice. The one I went to is like not very crowded. So it was very easily easy to socially distance. The water was super cold, but refreshing. And we just barely dodged that tropical storm that came through. Yeah. So that's been nice. Um, yeah, for those people on the uh, other parts of the country, well, I'm sure you saw it on the news or other parts of the world. Uh, yeah, the whole East Coast, specifically down in the southern U.S., uh, got hit by a huge tropical storm. Uh, and so that tore through Philadelphia as well. Lots of people lost power and all sorts of stuff. So, Yeah, we ended up doing okay on that front, but uh, it caused some complications. But then, uh, yeah, Went to the beach. That's really the main thing I've been doing. I'm watching season two of Harley Quinn now. That's been fun. They're doing like a no man's land shtick. And that's that's been very funny. That's cool. So is that when um, Gotham is hit by a giant earthquake or something? Basically, in this, the earthquake is caused by, in the, by events at the end of the, the last season, which I suppose I should not spoil for people, but it gets hit by a big earthquake and as a result. And uh, now they've transitioned into a no man's land plot and Harley and her crew are, you know, fighting various warlords basically who have taken over Gotham. So it's fun. Good, 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 good. Good, 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 good. And I've been hanging out with these two little weirdos over here. Dash and Lola are being very cute. And, uh, you know, they, they, lo they love quarantine. I don't know about anybody else's pets, but they are into this shit. What's your t-shirt, Kyle? You got the old, uh, the disc thing with the naked people on it? Yeah, this is the disc that they put on the Voyager satellite. Literally no one can see it. There we go. There we go. That they put on the Voyager satellite. Nice. Um, what do you think of that, Eamon? Don't need those DVDs anymore. Just got that T-shirt. That's right. Yeah. Hubba hubba. Uh, you know, and it's it's so funny. I I've come to. I think it's very. It's a very cool T-shirt. I've come to think in my adult life, probably a mistake. Buying the T-shirt or uh, <laughs> sending no, that satellite up. No, anything that I think uh, anything that would uh, disclose the location of Earth, I think, is a mistake is the conclusion I've come to as an adult. Huh. This yeah, is a I, whole this is a whole thing, isn't it? Yeah. Holy no. moly. <laughs> oh wow. All right. Who's coming? What's that? Who's coming? No one. I think the odds of it mattering are infinitesimally small, but I think maybe it's just because of, you know, the the cynic, the, the growing cynicism of adulthood that uh, I tend to think any human encounter with extraterrestrials will go phenomenally badly and well, maybe i'm just pr projecting human foibles onto uh 
another cre- other creatures that are perhaps unlike us, but mm. any alien with the ability to come to us w- will be scientifically advanced on a level that, like, they will probably view us as bugs. <laughs> so, you know, I just think it's uh, not a good thing to do. I don't think we should be looking for aliens. <laughs> wow. All right. Look at this. All right. See, now I've... That's my weird side tangent for the day. Yeah. What if, what if they're like nice aliens like E.T.? We went on that ride in Florida where we went to E.T.'s home world. They were all like hippies. I mean, yeah, that's true. I mean, if that happens, great. No one will be more thrilled than me. But certainly insofar as our own human history is instructive, when a more technologically advanced people meets a less technologically advanced people, that has certainly not been our experience here on Earth I mean, maybe these aliens are better than us, but that would be great. That would be a swell thing to happen. But uh, I don't think that's something we can assume. <laughs> Very and good. anything with the ability to traverse the kind of distance that would be required to get them here probably means that, you know, they could annihilate us with a thought if they wanted to. Well, this is a good segue to what I've been doing. Uh, besides nothing and being miserable, um, I watched uh, Bumblebee. Uh, oh, the, this week, the Transformers movie. The Transformers movie. How's that? Did it was great. Oh, is it good? I thought it was great. It's the best Transformers movie there is. It's more like the cartoon uh, than anything uh, than any of the other ones. I don't know. It was perfectly charming. Uh, it was a good small plot that didn't involve like the destruction of the universe or anything like that. That uh, no, was good. Mm. Wow. You see, on Netflix, there is a new Transformers show that like kind of wants to be a drama I'm not uh, kidding. i saw that it exists and i've seen some people posting about it on facebook i've been intrigued i i've watched a few episodes of it <laughs> like i've found myself laughing just because of how seriously it takes itself like you get optimus prime being prime being like in my efforts to save my people have i destroyed it <laughs> like that's great it's, it's so like serious uh for a guy who transforms into a truck. Um, but I i mean, I know I'm going to finish it. I'm going to stick with it. That's good. Uh, I'm Bumble- curious, curious what the reviews of it are. But uh, Bumblebee even has like allusions to the uh, original soundtrack from the Transformers movie, uh, the original one, uh, which oh, is nice. great. Uh, yeah, you I don't know. Like, dare to be stupid's on it? Yeah, it's Dare to be Stupid. That's right. With mm-hmm. Eric Idle. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, it was really good. It was really fun. Uh, also, there's a, a great, somebody mashed together. I shouldn't say mashed together. It's like hardly any editing. Uh, but they took out the soundtrack to the opening sequence, which takes place like on Cybertron, and replaced <laughs> it with like the movie version of the theme uh, from the original cartoon. It's fucking awesome. It's great. Nice. Yeah. But yeah, I'd say uh, check out Bumblebee. It's like the first Transformers movie with like heart and not like, I don't know. And like, it's nice that there's not like 400 robots on the screen. Uh, so that's cool. There's like three. That helps. Yep. Fewer, less is more when it comes to robots. Uh, I also watched uh, Okja. Has anyone seen that? That's on Netflix. Oh, I want to see that. That's the um, Parasite guys. Yes. Other- uh, Bung Jung Ho. Uh, yeah, it's really, really good. Uh, it'll make you kind of sad. I don't know. Uh, but it's really sweet. And uh, I don't know. He's such a good storyteller. Uh, it's, it's really good. Jake Gyllenhaal's in it, and he's hysterical uh, and an insane person. So, perfect. Yeah, that Gyllenhaal guy. Yeah, and Tilda Swinton, she's great in it too. But she's good in everything, I guess. That's true. But she plays like a very different 
uh, sort of character in this. Uh, she's very like Hello Kitty-esque, I think you might say or something. Like she's way perky and uh, it's a very different character. Wow. But she's check different. it out, Okja on Netflix. Very good. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, I got that Bruce Lee DVD set that Criterion put out. Hey, how's that? Nice. Very good. I watched the first two movies on it so far. And they are good movies. That Bruce Lee guy. What a guy. What a guy. Very uh, charismatic. And skilled with a nunchuck. There you go. Uh, did you see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? I did not. I really want to. Oh, a very... There's been some controversy over the depiction of Bruce Lee in that movie. I was curious to hear your thoughts on it. Maybe a, a question for another time then. Yeah. No. Um, I, yeah, we should definitely talk about that after I watch it. I read like the statement from her, his family or whatever, mm -hmm. saying like, hey, this kind of sucks. Um, but I know Quentin Tarantino is like a big Bruce Lee fan. So yeah. I'd like to get his his side of the this story. I mean, I also Quentin Tarantino seems like a bit of an a hole sometimes. So who knows? Yes. Yeah. yeah. You're not wrong. <laughs> Very Keep good. It. Highlander. Highlander. Okay, so what we're gonna do today is we've got uh, I believe four emails we're gonna read. And we've got a special video that we're going to play at the end of this episode. Uh, so we're very excited for that. Uh, Kyle and Eamon, uh, don't know what I'm talking about, correct? Not a, not a clue. Wonderful. Uh, anyway, uh, so we're going to hop into the reader mail. Uh, anyone want to go first? I can kick it off. Do it. All right, here we go. Um, this uh, is about the episode patient number seven, which is the last episode of season six we covered. Uh, so when we hop back into it, we'll be on episode six, the black tower. Hey, -oh. all right. So patient number seven, this comes from friend of the show, David G. Um, this is back from April. Um, he says there was a show called blind spot where a character woke up naked with a bunch of tattoos all over her body and no memory of how she got them. As the pilot progresses, she finds she has a bunch of skills and knows languages she has no recollection of hearing. Uh, patient number seven might work as a series if she filled in gaps along the way. Maybe only quickenings help jog her memory. Um, and maybe she discovers she was a shit human uh, being, maybe she was a shit human being before, and now is her chance to make amends and decide who she's really going to be. It could be a series about identity and atonement, like Total Recall with swords. And that's her, I'm David G. I, I, let me just say first, I would totally watch Total Recall with Swords. Me too. Uh, that's something I would watch. I'm into this. This makes sense, like, as a, a take on the Highlander mythology. Uh, I think it's cool. I wouldn't watch Total Recall with Swords if there was a, a woman in it as the lead. Oh, yeah, boy. SJWs taking over everything. Mm -hmm. Don't worry, she would still yell in a German accent. Emmett Cohagen give these people air. So oh, okay, never mind. So, so you're covered. Don't worry about it. I like it. So do you think this would work as a uh, a show? It sounds good. Yeah, I I think that would be good. I mean, at least there's like an arc. Like, why am I following this character as opposed to Duncan or as opposed to Amanda or something like? Right. There's some self-discovery moment for some twists. I like the idea that like, hey, maybe she wasn't very good uh, in the past and doesn't remember it. And that's good. Yeah. And it's like a twist on something we've seen, something we've seen before. Like mm -hmm. you add the immortality adds an extra wrinkle uh, to the whole thing. And like, you know, she could 
a character being able to discover their own complex complexity over history it could be interesting yeah and it also it's 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 neat because it works with an old immortal but also lets them like uh dip into like those tropes for like i don't know uh the apprentice like richie like she gets to like learn how to use a sword all over again but it can be through flashbacks so you can even have training montages that are really her triggering memories and then learning from her memories like oh how do i do this move how do i block somebody how do i do this or that that'll be all fun that's good stuff i think yeah i do know how to do this mm-hmm. i like it do you guys see that uh total sense. recall remake total remake total remake yeah Who, who's the colin what's his face is the it's colin firth Fer- it's colin- no it's colin farrell karen colin farrell's the the new will farrell mm-hmm. yeah will farrell's the new terminator uh as his character from eurovision uh i heard it was bad yeah i did too i ended up not seeing it but i don't get why you would remake that movie it's just like a great movie same with robocop like robocop does not need to be remade sorry did you You see the 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 remake i did see the remake of robocop i kind of didn't hate it I I wish they leaned into it more. I think they didn't change it enough, uh, but I think they did some neat stuff with it. See, I really didn't like it, not because in and of itself it's a bad movie, but because it missed the point, I think, of the originals. Uh, I think the kind of parody at the heart of RoboCop, I think, you know, when that movie was made a few years ago, you could safely say we were in another moment that, would have been rife for similar commentary, which would, in my mind, would be the point of remaking that movie. And they just blew it. Like mm-hmm. they didn't, they didn't understand like what it was that the original movie had to say. Well, see, that's what I that's I appreciated. That, uh, go ahead, go on, finish, finish. Uh, and that's the thing that bugged me. Like they had some nod at it with like Samuel L. Jackson plays right. some kind of Glenn Beckian. Bill O'Reilly kind of figure uh, in it. And like, but it was so toothless. Like, yes. it was the least incisive kind of thing. It was just a hand nod and a wave to, to it on their way to trying to make a blockbuster action movie. And I would agree. The, the thing I didn't like about it is the satirical elements it does pick up from the original. Like, I just think they mostly fell flat. The satire in the original one is so good. And it's all the way through because... I mean, even just the violence of the movie is part of the commentary. Uh, so I thought that was kind of weak. I appreciated that they wanted to make a statement. Like, they tried to make this movie more about, like, oh, well, if, like, RoboCop is, like, commentary on, like, drone strikes and stuff like that. I thought that was interesting. But again, they didn't lean into it, like, enough. Like, I think they were teetering the line of, like, oh, we want to pay homage to the original and maybe say something a little different. I wish they just really said something different and... The new RoboCop was just kind of a very, very different movie than the original, but I don't know. I didn't hate it, though. I liked it more than I thought I was going to like it. Might have checked it out. Yeah, I don't know. The first one's still really good. And the second one's really good, too. I, the second one's great, too. I've never seen RoboCop 2. Ah. What about RoboCop 3? Mm-mm. Frank Miller's th- RoboCop 3? Friends call me Murphy. <laughs> you call me RoboCop. That's right. So good and so terrible. (laughs) All right. So that was email number one, patient number seven from David G. Thank you, David. Spread a Robocop discussion. Email number one, if it's about patient number seven, this is all a problem for me. Yep. Uh, 
All right. Uh, we got another cool one from our buddy, Mark. Mark uh, generally sends us three things about each episode, and this one's no different. Uh, he writes, hey, rewatchers, thanks for keeping up the podcast, even if you can't be together. I've been bludgeoned by real life for the past couple months, so I haven't been able to send my usual three things per episode like I'd like to. Uh, it doesn't help that these se this season's episodes are markedly less worthy to pick apart than most episodes prior. That's tough but fair. Regardless, I tune in each and every week to listen to you guys skewer them with your usual aplomb. Keep it up. Still, uh, there was one omission in patient number seven that you guys missed. Namely, that the sicko orderly who was licking, uh, licking Kira was played by Emil Apasolo Diabo, who is Luther back in season two's legacy. What? Oh, I, wow, we got so many like Facebook messages about like, you dum-dums, you idiots. You didn't say this. Yep, we so that did. Is, that is a big miss on our part. So, mea culpa. Uh, but what a pull. Also, what a different character. Yeah. Uh, unlike pretty much everyone else in the run of this show who have been who have played multiple roles, this is a near unique uh, instance of an actor playing a mortal character after playing an immortal one. The only other example that comes to mind was Eric. Uh, Keeney side who played Dalman Ross and then Trey Franks later on. He knew it. But not technically three things here. That is the end of the email, but we still really appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, so he owes us a thing. Well, I think he owes us two things. Wait, what were the three things? There's I guess you're one. right. Wow. All right. Two things. We got to, this isn't right. The, or the, maybe we just the did scale isn't good, balanced. Maybe we just did such a good job that he's prorating the other two and is only uh, sending us his one thing on this. All right, I'll yeah. take it. But thank you. That is a big omission on our part. Now, though, you know this character was only sort of Luther, right? <laughs> yeah, it was not the, his voice, right? Was not his voice. So, you know, in many ways, it's hard to identify him as Luther based on. Uh, you know, because obviously he looks very different in these two roles. Uh, and true. he sounds like a completely different voice comes out of his mouth. So, because we remarked often what a kind of crazy voice Luther had that kind of made that character pop. Yeah, I, I so. always wish we got more Luther, man. Yeah, Luther He's like a like... bummer of a character. Like, he was striking, but almost had nothing to him. And I don't know. Gone like so many Highlander villains, gone before his time. <laughs> but yes, thank you, Mark. We appreciate all of your insights as always, and this one is no different. Very good. Oh hi, Mark. Oh hi, Mark. <laughs> oh boy. We should just start reading reading every email from him that way. We should. I uh I treated myself to, on the last Steam sale that came through, I treated myself to Borderlands 3, and they have an entire, like, series of quests that you do for a guy who's basically Tommy Wiseau, uh, and he's always saying, oh, hi to you. Really? <laughs> yeah, it was kind of funny. <laughs> Not that funny, but it was kind of funny. Kind of funny. Anyway. 
Anyway. Moving right along. Email number three from a new writer, Lee B. Lieb. Lieb. I leave you, baby. I leave you. <laughs> is that a producer's reference? It is. Nice. From the classic Mel Brooks movie version, not the musical. <laughs> I don't like this musical. It's original producer's movie erasure. No. I mean, I, I do like the original more than the musical, I gotta say. The musical's probably great. I don't know, but. I'm, 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 I'm kind of shrugging the musical. I want to like it more than I actually like it, I think is my ultimate takeaway. I, I, I watched part of it. I liked it. There is a Young Frankenstein musical. Did you guys know that? I've yeah. heard the music, but I haven't seen it. Mm. I remember. I wanna, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Kyle. Oh, I want to say What's Her Face um, from Will and Grace, uh, Megan Mullally was one of the main characters in like the original Broadway run. Ooh. Hey, how about that? Huh. I remember seeing uh, the producer's musical in Washington, D.C. And uh, at many points, I remember like laughing out loud, like, ha, uh, when no one else did. Uh, clearly, I thought some of the things were a lot funnier and, well, actually funny at all. And no one else seemed to think they were funny. So, well, that was weird. It happens. It does. The country of Philistines we live in. Uh, <laughs> number three. Thoughts on Ramirez. Ooh. Dear guys, loving the podcast, although I'm late to the party, currently on Avenging Angel Series 1. My oh, favorite boy. episode. Ooh, he's favorite. Religiously watching one episode, then listening to the corresponding podcast before moving on with the next episode. Ooh. Fun. That's I like nice. That. That's like that's like the true experience. You're you're taking them like we are. That's how we envisioned people do it. But really, you can listen however you want. We're not like these government officials forcing you forcing you to lose your bodily autonomy. Oh my god! <laughs> I got sorry. Weird side note. I was so mad yesterday because I was walking down the street with my fiance, just walking our dogs with walking masks on. And one of our neighbors teased us out of like, was driving by and teased us for wearing our fucking masks. And I was so like, I'm sure this guy like wasn't being malicious, but it was so infuriating. What did, what did they say? He's like, oh, you're just like breathing in your own bad breath with those things. Uh... And I'm just like, hey, how about fuck you? How about that? <laughs> yeah, that's a, is this guy like older than middle aged? Um, hard to tell. My guess is he's like in his late forties. Uh, it sounds like a dad, a dad thing. Yeah, but my, still, my 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 guess is he's a real shitty looking forty five. Mm. <laughs> uh, anyway, side side note ended. That's too bad. Yeah. I have to ask you guys a question that my mates and I always end up discussing and never agree on. Who would you guys cast as Ramirez in the Highlander reboot slash remake? I was rooting for Javier Bardem, but I'm starting to think how cool it would be to cast Adrian Paul. 
that's either genius or a truly awful idea. <laughs> I won't say who my friends put forward because they're all wrong. Loving the podcast. Hopefully I'll catch up soon. Best regards. Lee. Thank you, Lee. So uh, guys, what do you what do you think about this? I have so, a hot take. Go for it. Uh Although my hot take is not going to answer his question as far as like who should be cast. Uh, frankly, I don't give a shit if Ramirez is in this is in the remake. I honestly don't. Uh, the thing I hope is there is that whoever this person is, is that their like cultural like standing plays in some way part of the story. Ramirez is both Egyptian and Spanish. Neither of those things matter at all to the story. And other than it, like, makes him, like, it gives him some visual flair and they call him a peacock, which is kind of funny or whatever. But, like, I don't understand why Ramirez being who he is plays into Connor's training. Uh, not, that's not to say it couldn't. So, for instance, like, if he's going to be Spanish, maybe Connor needs to learn some Spanish, uh, I don't know, art form. Or, I mean, Duende was, like, a great example uh, in the series of, like, hey, let's take, like, a cultural philosophical thing express it through a character and have another character learn about it that way, right? Uh, so anyway, whether he's Egyptian, I don't know, he could be Japanese, Chinese, it doesn't matter what he is, but I hope there's a good reason for it. Uh, so that's all I'll say. And, and in that case, that, the reason I'm bringing that up is because then you can cast anybody. Just cast somebody who has like some gravitas and a presence of like wisdom or whatever on the screen. So there you go. My, so in terms of like the cultural aspect of it i think the reason they do it because he's such like an insane hodgepodge he's like supposed to be sp he's nominally spanish but he's really egyptian he uses a japanese sword like right i think it's supposed to link into like the idea that immortals over time like oh that's you're from to use the line lots of different places sure like you kind of just become this like globe trotting citizen of the earth i can see that uh, all right and I think that's all it's attempting to convey. And it does, he's a metallurgist, which I think is supposed to weirdly mirror the, the present storyline. Uh, I, I don't, I don't know right if in a, an original script, if that was supposed to mirror it a little bit closer, but. Um, hmm. Like, yeah, I also I love this stuff in Highlander 3 where Connor learns how to, like, he has to reforge his sword. Like, that's all great stuff for Ramirez if he was a metallurgist to have taught Connor. Um, hmm. Anyway. Yeah, that's a good point. Hmm. But uh, anyway, so any uh, any hot takes on who we would want to play Ramirez? I have a few ideas. Um, I feel like for a movie, casting Adrian Paul as Ramirez probably wouldn't work, although it's a fun idea. Um, I mean, why not? Why not Christopher Lambert? Yeah. Or even um, Clancy Brown. I, that would be very funny. Yeah. Uh, I don't you know. know I'm ultimately, I think my opinion on like incorporating the old people is like, give them a silly cameo, like somewhere, you yeah. know, stuff yep. them in the back. Don't, don't try to wed this thing too much to like be before it by like rooting the old actors in it. That's my take. I feel like Christoph Waltz would be a good Ramirez like character. Um, I mean, he'd basically be playing his 
Django Unchained character again, but I think he would be. <laughs> or Nicholas. Uh, did you say Nicholas Cage? Mm -hmm. Very good. Very good. <laughs> yeah, why not? Yeah. I'm a big fan of like Ken Watanabe. I think he's great. Uh, he would be good. That is a good choice. Of course, yeah. I guess in that case, he's just reprising his Batman role. Uh, <laughs> That's also true. Rachel Ghoul. That's right. But he's of like, I think, an appropriate age, I think. Uh, and he certainly has the gravitas. Mm, that's right. Um, you know, I oh, this is a this is a weird pick, but for some reason, it's kind of it kind of speaks to me. Like, I could see a what's his face. Um, fuck, this is going completely out of my head, like it always does. What movie are uh, they in? Play the game. Nope, I got ah! it. Give me three, two. Oh, Josh Brolin, I could see oh. playing this part. Um, like someone who can have like a similar physicality to Sean Connery. Like, I feel like the appearance, both the physical appearance of him appearing older than Connor, even though he doesn't really need to. Like, he could look 17 and it would theoretically be fine within the mythos. But, you know, I like it that it's like a would be like an older actor sure. who could still get really physical in the the scenes that demand it. I think he could do a pretty good job. Uh, and like, I don't know, he does a lot, he's done a reasonable amount of like different voice work that makes me think that like he could come up with a reasonable like uh, persona for this character that could land. Yeah. To say also, there's I think another aspect of the Ramirez character, and it's so weird because in the in the original movie, I don't know if I ever think any one of these things is like really comes out as like, ah, oh, this is what the character is doing. Uh, it seems to be a hodgepodge of stuff, like you said. Um, but I suppose there's also like supposed to be some sort of like sophistication to Ramirez, to mirror yes. Connor. Like the Connor is like barbarous or something. Uh, like he's from this little village, and uh, Ramirez is gonna like teach him, I don't know, manners and all these sort of things uh, that he does. Uh, like how to dress properly and all this stuff. Uh, that's a that's an important aspect of the character, I think, that we yeah. have not talked about yet. So, but again, whatever it is, I hope it's got like a good story reason. Like maybe they should honestly even work backwards and think like, well, what do we want the arc of Connor to be? What do we want him to learn? And then let's give him a mentor that can teach him that. And depending on what the lesson is going to be, maybe that'll decide what the mentor is going to be. I don't know. Makes sense. Hmm. Good stuff. I, I will note that you cheaped out by not actually giving an answer, but me? Yeah, I said Ken Watanabe. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, okay. Okay, I'll take it. Okay. 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 Dennis okay. is doing this for some reason, like a weirdo. He's no. just being a goof. Tyler, anyway. are you concerned that that shirt is being broadcast over, you know, the internet waves? Like, what if the aliens pick up the signal? Maybe they'll never find that satellite, but they're going to find this this transmission. They're find an image of our shirt. Mm -hmm. if You're going to be the clue. More, more power to them. Okay. One thing to add on to Kyle's worries about aliens coming. If, if the aliens come and like, I either hope they, they visit America or hope they don't. <laughs> <laughs> why, like, why do you hope they visit America? Uh, maybe they'll... Uh, take over america 
Where did Donald Trump? Uh, <laughs> huh. I mean, Hot take. Yeah. I love him. He's great. He's doing a great job. Love everything he's doing. The uh, all. we all know that if aliens do come, they're going to be here looking for whales. So we probably have nothing to worry about anyway. That's mm. true. That's true. Uh, I have a question for you guys. Uh, if Chad Selesky is still going to be involved in the Highlander reboot, by the way, did you guys all see the news that John Wick 5 has been announced? Nice. Yeah, they're filming them back-to-back, baby. Back-to-back, baby. Triple B. Uh, so that probably spells another uh, delay for the Highlander reboot, perhaps, uh, unless a new director decides to take over at this point. Uh, but with his involvement, I know a lot of people have speculated because he has a close relationship with Keanu, that Keanu might be a good Ramirez. What do you guys think of that? I mean, I'd be into it. I think, yeah. I think it'll be slightly different. Like you, you usually. I think the in his most famous roles, Keanu is the the mentee, not the mentor. Right. So this might be a nice flipping of the script. But I don't know. He's been good enough in enough things that I'm confident he could pull it off. Sure. I'd be happy with Keanu as a villain or something in a sequel, though. I think. I think I'd rather see that. Do something different. Yeah, I, I could be into that. You ever see The Man of Tai Chi? No, I've not. That is a martial arts movie directed by Keanu Reeves, and he plays the bad guy. Ah. Very good. I highly recommend you check it out. All right. But I love Keanu Reeves. Do you remember when we were younger, like maybe around ninth grade or like, I know we're all slightly different ages, but um, it was like fashionable to bust on Keanu Reeves as a bad actor. It was. And I feel like there's some holdouts on that, but mostly like the script has flipped on him. Most people are like pro Keanu now. I think that's accurate. Pro Keanu. I was always pro Keanu. All pro Keanu. All right. He's a very nice guy from what I hear. A good friend of mine. uh, She was roommates uh, or the friend of mine, his daughter uh, was uh, roommates with his sister in New York. And so, Got to meet Keanu a number of times and would call and stuff and uh, was always a very generous and nice guy, which is all I've ever heard about him. So, yeah, I've never heard anything bad about him. Nice. The only thing, the only performance I don't like of his is the, um, the, in that, that Dracula movie. Oh yeah. That's a, yeah, that's a weird one. Which is a good movie. That's a great movie. But yeah. That movie's creepy as fuck. Creepy AF. Like, Gary Oldman walks down the stairs like backwards or like that shit freaks me out. It's freaky. I I watched that movie for the first uh, the first and only time uh, when I got my wisdom teeth taken out. Uh oh, were you under under the influence? <laughs> uh, well, yeah. So I was fucking high as shit, like in the aftermath of getting these things removed. Like I'm on industrial painkillers and i watched this thing and i just like was losing my mind it i cannot recommend it i was very frightened and it's like also like kind of erotic it's a weird movie to watch while really high (laughs) now kyle were you drawn to that movie like because you had just lost your teeth were you like let me see a movie that's got like some extra chompers in it extra teeth yeah Mm -hmm. i'm in it for the teeth baby then kyle watched jaws afterwards it's true I I watched exclusively tooth pun related movies. Mm-hmm. The Tooth Fairy with the period. Rock. 
Christ. Does every like muscle bound actor have to be in like a cutesy movie? Mm -hmm. Yes. It increases their likability. Uh, like I'm pretty sure they're, they all are. John Cena, Dave Bautista. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he just had that movie. That, that movie just came out. Yeah. Um, trying to think who else. Hulk Hogan. He's been in a million of them. Yeah, yeah. that's right. It's a Suburban, rite of passage. Suburban Commando. That's right. That's a terrible movie. Anyway, this is ridiculous. The Hulkster. That movie looks like it was made for like $6,000. It is so piss poor. Ugh. All 6,000 of them were given to Hulk Hogan. Yeah. <laughs> another Hulkamaniac. Gotta yeah. buy some sushi. Sushi. Boy, oh boy. All right, last email before we t uh, jump into this crazy video that we got. Okay, uh, I guess I'll read the last one. This yep. is also from Lee B. Lieb. Uh, and so this is about the movie Quickening. Um, he says, Dear guys, I'm not sure if the UK version was dubbed differently, but in the final Quickening in the movie, I swear Max shouts at one point, I know, I know, I resist. Interesting. I took it to be that he was actually fighting whatever this power is, turning down the power of mankind that Ramirez spoke about. Presumably the Kurgan would have embraced it if he had, uh, if he had won. Um, it explains why the quickening looks like he's being attacked, as this thing is trying to give him power. Just food for thought. Interesting. I, I don't remember that, that line. Yeah. Um, it is, we can watch it now, actually. I didn't even think about it. We can, do we want to bring it up? Try it. All right, cool. Um, I have some thoughts on this, though, and I have a feeling I, – I actually do think he does say that. Um, but I believe that uh, – well, there was originally more planned for uh, – hold on. I'm typing Highlander quickening into YouTube here. Um, there was more planned for this scene. Um, like his head exploding. Right, his head exploding. But he was supposed to then fight the Kurgan again as a dragon. Right. So he was going to, like, I don't know, fight this weird spiritual, like, I don't know if that was the combination of every quickening, the Kurgan, whatever it was. It was going to be some second thing. And I feel like this scene makes perfect sense if it was going to be followed by a second fight scene. That, like, the turmoil he's feeling here is, is being attacked, uh, but they use a lot of that to be the quickening. Okay. So to our listeners out there who have video editing technology, I want you to edit a scene of Connor fighting a dragon. Oh, boy. But it's the, the Benedict Cumberbatch motion <laughs> capture. <laughs> of Schmoog. Yeah, and we'll play it on the Zoom. That's good. Beautiful. Does somebody do that right now? And I'll uh, kiss you as well. Okay, that's good. All right, so I, I brought up the scene uh, so we can watch it and talk about uh, if we think he's saying... Uh, like I reject. What is what does uh, Lee say? He says, "I know, I know, I resist." I think he does say something like that. I feel like he says, "I know." I thought he said, "I know everything." He might say I, that I, too. He mm. does say that. He definitely says, "I know everything." I think he says, "I am everything." Mm. Oh, do we think there's a? Are there maybe different dubs? Nope. Let's find out. There we go. There can be only one. Uh, 
All right. I didn't so, hear it. I did not hear it either. I know. I know everything. Yeah. Uh, but that's not to say, who knows? I don't know. <laughs> there could be a different Jimmer Jammer. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because yeah, this is the UK uh, version perhaps being dubbed differently. Yeah, we should look into this a little bit more. I'm curious. Um, although, I mean, I think we did talk about when we did the, our initial like uh, review of the movie. Like, It is a strange scene, though. Like, It doesn't seem pleasant uh, in any way. Um, Correct. So, I mean, I don't know. I think there's some credence to what they're getting at that this is like he doesn't want this thing or something i don't know yeah water revival that's right like that like that <laughs> uh so if anyone out there knows actually and just knows the answer uh hit us up and let us know if the uk dub is different um i obviously wasn't checking that against i guess my uk dvd which is probably what i should have done and prepared whoops mm. but do you have a uk dvd I think one of them is from the UK, like a UK cut. Interesting. Jolly good. Yeah, there's there's way too many Highlander DVDs uh, on the shelf. There's like an entire shelf dedicated to Highlander the, stuff. The Lander, baby. The Lander. The Landstander. Why do they never call it just High Lamber? Lambert. High Lambert. High Lambert. They get the, the star's name right in the movie title. That sells itself. Perfect. Yep. Rules. All Kareem. All right, so we've got one more special uh, treat here uh, before we wrap up this episode. So uh, a good friend of ours, friend of the show, David G, um, he sent us a very special uh, video um, by the Star Child from Kiss. Oh, uh, wow. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so it's, it's great that we can have this guest on our show. Uh, it's an honor, obviously. Um, obviously. To have Mr. Paul Stanley on the show. Uh, this who, is the rock band kiss that's right the rock band kiss mm. mm-hmm. it's from uh, keith's personal uh sex club kiss actually right uh <laughs> uh so we got this uh great uh video uh that david sent in um with star child and so we'll, we'll play it and uh if you guys want to stop at any point i can pause it uh, and we can talk about it uh and so we'll close out the episode with this and then we'll be back in a in a few minutes uh to kind of i don't know say goodbye or whatever the hell we usually do Wow, yep. I'm really professional this time, huh? Here what? it is. Uh, oh, boy. You guys can see it? Yeah. Hey, guys, this is Paul Stanley from KISS. That's right, KISS. Guess what? I hear that Eamon and Keith and Kyle, they love Highlander. That's right. They're nerds. They're fucking nerds. Get out of your basement. Come on, you dicks. What are you doing? Watching Highlander. Man, are you kidding me? What do you like the best? The Quickening or the Sorcerer or Endgame? Jesus Christ, dudes. Want something good. You know, like, you know, Jurassic Park. Dinosaurs. Instead, you just watch, you know, a bunch of guys running around with their shirts off, swinging their swords. They're having a sword fight. You know what that means. They're swinging their dicks. Man, I'm disappointed. Look, I heard what? Do you guys have a podcast about Highlander? What a fucking waste of time. Are you nuts? Kiss a girl. Go out. The sunshine. Do something physical. Have a push-up challenge. I cannot believe this. Look, look, let me tell you something. I'm going to be honest with you. 
I do like that one with Mario Van Peebles. That guy's ripped. He's got abs, just like me. Look, if you ever want to talk about the one with Mario Van Peebles, I'll be on your show. I'd make it good. The show would be so much better if Paul Stanley was on it. Yeah, that's right. Highlander rewatched. Screw that. We call it Star Child. Watch now. That's right. Would Kiss be better? No. Paul Stanley only. Star Child only. Now look, Eamon, Keith, and Kyle. Your friend David Gutierrez, he wanted me to come and do this. Like, you know, an intervention. He's scared for you. He wants you to live longer. Look, this is the one time I'm going to say something. We got COVID-19. We're all staying inside. But I'm telling you motherfuckers to go outside. Yes, stop watching those movies. It's over. It's not coming back. I know there was an animated series. I get it. I get it. There was a TV show with a guy with a long hair, a good-looking guy, whatever his name was. He's no Mario Van Peebles. All right, look. In closing, I'm going to tell you something. You wanted the best. You got the best. But it's not Highlander. You wanted the worst. You got the quickening. All right, look. Please, do me a favor. Wear a mask. Go outside. Put your swords back in your pants and enjoy your life. Stop looking at the walls in the basement. It's pathetic. There's mold down there. Put away your VHS tapes. I don't know what else to say. I'm sad. In a minute, if you look really close, a tear will fall out of my eye that has a star. But that's because I got makeup in it. All right, Eamon, Keith, Kyle, do something! Wow! <laughs> there wow. we go. Paul wow. Stanley. Wow. Really this big is... celebs coming on the show, huh? I know, right? This might be our biggest pull since Lambert. I know. <laughs> it's our only pull since Lambert, but... True. Ooh, not my only pull. Oh! oh you got those DVDs in Kyle's shirt, right? Exactly. Mm. No, that was thank great. Uh, thank you, David, for that. We do need to go outside. <laughs> uh, and also, um, thank for you, those Star- of you who don't know, uh, that was our uh, good friend, Pat Francis, who has been on the show before on our Queen episode. Uh, and Pat hosts the uh, podcast, the Rock Solid podcast, uh, which is great. I've been on his show, too, so you can listen to me babble on uh, with David about That's Cowbell, right. which is good. You should mm-hmm. listen to Rock Solid. Rock Solid. Great show, and yeah, thank you very much, Pat, for that. It was uh, really funny. Uh, I, I've got some serious thinking to do, honestly. I might need to, you know, when we hang up here, think about my life a little bit. Yeah. I think we all do. That's right. That's, that's, that's the lesson we're leaving everyone with. Uh, get out of the basement. <laughs> think about your life. Yeah. Yikes. It's like that old Goosebumps book, Stay Out of the Basement. I remember that one. That was a Goosebumps book. I only remember the Goosebumps book that had the guy who looks like an executioner walking towards you and the one that was a carton of eggs on the counter that were evil. Ooh. The eggs were evil? The eggs, eggs were somehow bad. Huh. Well, you what about know. Say Cheese and Die? Remember that one? Ooh, I do remember that the one. The cover actually. of that was like a skeleton dad cooking hamburgers, I believe. Yeah, I, uh, I definitely read that one after like some kind of standardized test in fourth grade. Goosebumps. 
Uh, well, thanks everybody uh, for listening this week. Um, so we'll be back with just one more Corona Chronicle. Um, and then we're probably going to maybe take a week off or do an Adrian tape. Uh, and then we're going to get back into the series, uh, hopefully full time. Um, you know, obviously things are always changing with COVID and, you know, our own situations. Uh, so we're doing the best we can to make sure we bring episodes and content and all that stuff. Uh, to help everybody get through this. Uh, so I hope everybody's doing okay, everybody's family's safe, uh, your loved ones, all that, you know, good stuff. Uh, so, but I hope these uh, podcasts, I don't know, bring you some bit of happiness. Maybe they just frustrate the hell out of you. I don't know. Who knows? Hey, you know, that can be its own thing. That can be. Mm. Mm. <laughs> anyway. Well, we love you all. Yep. <laughs> we'll see everybody next week. Uh, thanks again, Pat, and thanks, David, and thanks everybody who wrote in. We've been your Rewatchers. I'm Keith. This is Kyle. This is Eamon. Arts. 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 My tea. There we go. <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye.